Black Tree Crime is a podcast that researches and discusses murders committed by black offenders. It is a podcast that anyone and everyone is welcome to enjoy, but it may not be enjoyed by anyone and everyone. So listener discretion is advised. Now, without further ado, this is Black Tree Crime. Do not go gentle into that good night. I'm Kayla. And I'm Kristen. And this is Black True Crime. If this is your first time here at the show, friend, welcome and hello. What's poppin' slime? Come on through the door. So, uh, yeah, we're back and we're better than ever. <laughs> Look at you, Harrison. <laughs> One thing about us all... All we have to really do is have our hair did yeah. and we look decent. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Um, I'm also feeling good because last week was my birthday and I had a really good time. A lot of you guys on Instagram were shouting me out. So if I didn't reply, thank you guys so much for the birthday wishes. It means a lot to me. Yeah, she got spoiled rotten. She looked like a blue Barbie. For those of you who saw her, she looked gorgeous. And if you're on um Patreon, you see this crazy rock terrell put on my finger. Don't you love yeah. it? crazy so yeah it was a really good birthday and i'm 28 and feeling fucking great period <laughs> okay Kristen. so this week's case i really chose just because i happened upon it and with everything that's going on like on social media and stuff lately there are so many cases of men killing women mm. just so much domestic violence all over the place that it's making me sick and i just wanted to bring some awareness to it if we can it's horrible. If you're in a situation like that, please seek help. You can message us and I'll send you some resources specifically to your area so you don't even have to go out of your way to look for it. But we really don't want anybody else losing their life because of a domestic violence situation. It's just gotten out of the fuck hand. It's way out of hand. It's beautiful souls being lost. And for what? For some peen? Mm. Mm -mm. Or some kooka? Because no. these females out here are crazy too. Don't oh, get yeah. it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Right. So... We're here for y'all. That's all we want to really make clear. And this case will probably infuriate you because it infuriated me. So let's get into it. Oh, God. Let's get into it. I didn't write an intro this week. Are you tripping? So <laughs> we're just going to dive right in. Omazua Vera Uela. Omazua Vera Uela was born on February 4th, 1998 in Benin City, which is the capital city of Edo State, located in southern Nigeria. Period. Shout out to my Nigerian women and men. Yes. Y'all are beautiful. We're back in Nigeria. I love coming to Nigeria. Let's go. But there's other parts of Africa that I want to get into. I don't want to like just pick a favorite, so we're going to definitely switch it up. We need to. Mm-hmm. So technically, her first name is Uwela. Her nickname was Uwa, and her last name is Omazua. Period. If I'm saying that wrong, y'all already know. Hit me up. Let me know. I know she had at least one sister, but wasn't able to find too much info about like her family and how she grew up and stuff like that, which is really unfortunate. Kristen, do you have anything for us this week in regards to black history? Yup, I really do. And I'm so happy that we went to Nigeria because Nigeria has a little part to play in my black history segment. Get out of here. Yeah. So as of February 2010. 23 ladies and gentlemen mm -hmm. forbes denotes that there are approximately 2640 billionaires in the world Jesus. 14 of those billionaires are black billionaires nice. okay 14 out of two that's 460 we gotta do better y'all <laughs> get our money up eight of the 14 are american and two of those 14 are women mm -hmm. oprah and rihanna for those of you who didn't know now most of the american black billionaires we know like LeBron James, Tyler Perry, Jay-Z, Robert Smith. Mm -hmm. So let's get into the black billionaires from other countries. Mm. Did you know the richest black person in the world is a Nigerian man who goes by the name of Aliko Dangote? Aliko Dangote. Don't play. In fact, three out of the four richest black people in the entire world are Nigerian. Dangote is the founder and majority owner of the publicly traded Dangote Cement Company. Now, he also owns stakes in publicly traded salt, sugar, and flour manufacturing companies. Wow. So, word of advice, y'all, don't sleep on the basic goods and services that we consume every single day. Yeah. 
um, the right investment in these goods might make you a serious amount of money one day. Shout out to the Nigerian people yeah. that are making money. Period. Shout out to new new what's his name? Uh, Aliko. Aliko. Shout out to Aliko. Is that his name? Yep. Aliko Dangote. <laughs> That's really dope, sister. Now, I didn't give their net worths, mm-hmm. but I believe Aliko Dangote is in the teens of billionaire status. Okay. Robert Smith, the first American, well, the richest black American, mm-hmm. is at $8.6 billion, I believe. Good goo goo. And he's in fourth place. Jesus. And the thing is, these people can end world hunger, but whatever. They even talk about it. Whatever. It's they're making their, their money, honey. Yeah, they're making their money, honey, and we need to take a little little tidbit out of their book what did right, you do how right, did you do right, it right because my net worth is negative but yes okay so <laughs> super dope shout out to robert and shout out to all the black billionaires and alike aliko aliko fuck all right back to the case thank you so much sister for that trip down history that was fun wasn't mm-hmm. it it's cute it's quaint so instead of me personally describing who Uwa was how she was and stuff i'm gonna let it come straight from the people that knew her the best this is from her funeral service program so i'm just gonna read it straight from there okay Hmm. okay she lived her whole life as a dedicated christian and made sure everyone around her was impacted positively one way or another she was a teacher to many she taught at schools and took private lessons as well she was a hard worker and all-around hustler she acquired various skills like bead making, baking, etc. She was loyal, kind, intelligent, calm to a fault, and her cheerful spirit can light up the room, but also very reserved. She was very disciplined and it affected the kids she taught positively. We miss you and love you, but God loves you more. Rest in peace, beloved. Period. Mm-hmm. So, I'm telling you, man, Nigerian people, and I, maybe it's just people from other countries, mm-hmm. the one thing they're going to do is hustle. Mm-hmm. They're going to have their... a hustling spirit. Yeah. She didn't sit on her ass. She had dreams, and she was going for them, so I love her even more. And a lot of these adjectives they use kind of remind me of you, Kristen O'Shea. Oh, stop. I know, which is a huge compliment, obviously. I know. I'll cry. <laughs> I was just going to say she's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, Look she's at her. A, yeah, she's beautiful. Look at her eyebrows. I I'm know. here for it. <laughs> Her braids remind me of African braids and just completely no baby hairs. And just wear. They're wrapped up in them braids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're they braided her thoughts. Every thought you ever had. <laughs> but she's giving. Shout out to my Nigerian friends. Yes. Love y'all. I read that, as you saw, Uwa went to church faithfully and even sang in the choir there. Period. Mm-hmm. So like we said, Uwela was ambitious. And at the time of her death, she was going to school to become a nurse. Well, she wanted to become a nurse, but technically she had just been admitted to the University of Benin to study microbiology. Okay. Don't play with her. Yeah, at all. She's smart. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really want to do microbiology initially, but she tried like four different times to get into the university. And this is the program they offered her. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to go for it. Give it my all. And then I'll get to nursing. Stepping stones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, she was actually in the process of studying for classes when her life was savagely taken. Come on. And who took it? We're going to get to it. She is so cute. I know. Oh, my God. Look at her cheekbones. Look at them shoes. My friend has them shoes. And she's Nigerian. <laughs> and her They're like the like chancla. That. They're like the chancla of Nigerians. And her toes look like <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I love Ua. She's so adorable. Yeah, she's the best. So this is really fucking sad. The way that she lost her life is gruesome, horrible, and she really was unrecognizable almost at the end. And I just fucking hate. Yeah, I hate that that's even a thing, but it's the truth. I'm pissed. Yeah, we're both pissed. On May 27th, 2020, 22-year-old Uwa, she was only 22, Kristen. She went to the redeemed Christian Church of God like she often did to get some reading and studying done in the church's auditorium. Mm -hmm. According to her mom, she'd been studying here for the past like three years because there was really nowhere else to go in the area. And then after COVID started, she really, really depended on that space for Mm -hmm. her to be able to, you know, study. And it was customary for Uwa to stay until about 5.30 or 6 and then head home. Okay. But on this day, Uwa's mom tried calling her multiple times, but her phone was off and she was never able to get a hold of her daughter. 
You gotta be kidding me. Imagine the dread, mm-hmm. the trauma mm-hmm. that her mama felt. The the pit in the stomach feeling. Ooh. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. At around 7 p.m., a security guard showed up at the church to pick up some keys from the key keeper. That's how he just he was described in the publications. But later on, I think it just ended up being the assistant pastor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's when he found Uwa laying on the ground, unconscious, with her hands tied behind her back, her mouth gagged, and her eyes blindfolded. Oh, my God, Kayla. Yes. This is torture. Inside of a church, she was tortured. Mm-hmm. Whoever did that, you going to hell. Oh, yeah. If you're not already there. Right. She was half naked and covered in blood. In the church? In the church, Kristen. So the security guard immediately thought she was dead because, you know, you would think so. She wasn't moving. It was the scariest thing this man had probably ever seen. So he ran to tell the key keeper and his wife. And when they made it back to Uwa, they noticed, like, they untied her and everything. And they noticed that her hand moved. Bitch. Kristen, our girl's alive. She's alive. Rush her to the hospital. That's exactly what they did. So they rushed her to like a, a nearby clinic type of thing. But then she was eventually transferred to the University of Benin Teaching Hospital, which is so crazy because that's where she was studying. Oh, my God. And she would unfortunately pass away three days later on Saturday the 30th. Girl, mm-hmm. my heart is yeah. so heavy. Yeah. You hit us with that immediately. I I was hit with it immediately. So if you're on Patreon, you will see the scene. So this is the scene where she died. There's so much blood. You can see that there's a pool of blood and then there's like drag marks. So So who dragged her? Was it them trying to get her help or was it the killer who dragged her? That's a great question. I don't know. Based on the placement of the fire extinguisher because this fire extinguisher was actually used on her and we're going to talk about it in a little bit but based on the placement i honestly can't really tell oh my god but this is fucking horrific you know what's crazy like looking at this photo Mm -hmm. i see like speckles of blood and like darker spots Mm -hmm. and i wonder like what that means like is that clots ew i think the darker spots kind of show that the blood was there and coagulated like it was there for a longer period of time mm-hmm. than the lighter blood My but either God. way good lord this is so graphic i won't be posting this anywhere else you already know the vibe so if you're on patreon you're traumatized just like us mm-hmm. but before our girl died she regained consciousness Woo, jesus and was able to briefly describe what had happened to her in the hospital yes Kayla, what happened to her? This is just twist my stomach the fuck up. So she said that a group of men came into the church while she was there reading by herself. They attacked her and they raped her. They like gang raped her. And then they hit her over the head with a fire extinguisher. So she was like beaten. I know I said like she was hit over the head, but our girl was. I mean, look at how much blood she lost. Exactly. And that wasn't just from one wound to the head. They came into the church as if they knew she was there. Yes. Yes, Kristen. And raped her inside of the church. You have no shame. Right. You have no fear of God. No. And the crazy part for me, I was thinking throughout this case, I'm like, damn, they knew that she was going to be there. They knew that she was going to be alone. This is someone that was very familiar with our girl and her movements. So it couldn't have just been like a freak accident or a you know like just a right. crime of circumstance right no this is somebody who was intentionally doing what they were doing and why would they want to hurt her girl we're gonna get to it all her family understandably rushed to her side when they found out what happened uwa's mom remembers not being able to reach uwa on the phone and then shortly after she received a call from the assistant pastor's wife so it was a couple different ways they said it it was like another church member that called her it was assistant pa- probably a lot of people called mm-hmm And that's how she was told that her daughter was beaten and found in the church. And so by this time, she's probably in the hospital by now. Yeah. Uwa's death completely rattled the Benin City community. The University of Benin, where Uwa went to school, put out a statement saying they were shocked by what happened. And that violence like that, quote, should not be condoned by any society. Duh. It's rape and murder. Right. In a church. In a church at at the worst. You know, at the worst. Well, yeah, like, meaning, like, damn, like, y'all really didn't give no damn. No, no. 
the boldness behind this is crazy. And we're going to kind of talk about why there was so much boldness behind this. Okay. The pastor of the church where Uwa was killed, Pastor Enoch Adiboye, the very next day, like after Uwa officially died, said, quote, all I can do at this time is to pray for the family of Omazuwa and do everything possible working with relevant authorities to bring the perpetrators to book. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's How, all you can but do. But my question but was, the were they time, in church? Because she died on Saturday. Were they back in church on Sunday? Did they have service? I was like, same time, I'm going to be like the prophet Elijah who, when he first got his powers. <laughs> and them kids was making fun of him for being bald and short. And he called <laughs> the bears to come out and kill them. You know, like, yeah, I'm not supposed to do that with the power that I have. But I'm about to do something because what is going on in my church? They, Someone was murdered, killed in the house of the God of God. Of the and this is my church? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm setting scared. it off in this. Uh, yeah. Ooh, I would have called the service. We wouldn't be at church on Sunday because at least at the very least, I feel like it should be locked down. Especially since it's she just scene. she just officially died Saturday afternoon. There needs to be investigating. There needs to be, you know, fingerprints, all that type of stuff taken. Period. It's a crime scene. Right. So at this point in my research, I was starting to wonder how the investigation was going. If there was an investigation going on at the fuck all. Because typically, like in America, during an investigation, the police are supposed to lock down the scene, gather as much evidence as they can, and talk to any witnesses that could have possibly seen something. Correct. Well, they didn't do any of that. But this is what I'm talking about. Us Americans, we're kind of spoiled, Mm y'all. Like, we have whole processes, regulations, and rules that we must follow. Sometimes it doesn't get followed, but for the majority of the time, it does. You go to another country, bitch, what are you getting? Mm -hmm. The most you're getting is a funeral. You're lucky if you get seen at a hospital. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is sad. This is really bad, and we're going to talk about how bad it really is in Nigeria. I don't know if it's still this bad right now, but this just happened in 2020, so... Not too much change could have happened since then. In three years? I don't right. Know. So the investigators didn't even start investigating until they started receiving mad calls from like activist groups and public figures and even higher up government officials. It took you that long? Mm-hmm. Uwa's murder had gotten so much attention that the police department basically had no choice but to be like, all right, I guess we'll look into it. Is the least we could do. See, y'all, some folks, we really need to be grateful for what we have. Absolutely. And I'm grateful for these activists and these people that were blowing up their phones. Like, what are you doing? This girl was murdered. A hundred percent. So let's talk about how many different ways they shit the bed and essentially botched this investigation from the jump. Okay. I'm Kila. Give me a sec. I told you, it's going to make you mad. You need a sip of something. Sip of something. So, number one, they didn't lock down the scene after Uwa was attacked. Who does that? Who does not do that? What were they thinking? I don't know. I couldn't find any evidence that they even went out there to collect any evidence right after the attack. So, like, when she was taken to the hospital, basically nothing was really done at the scene. So, anybody could have walked up in that piece did what they needed to do, take evidence, scrub. They could have cleaned the whole crime scene by the time they came back to the church. Exactly. It took them a couple days before they even came back and tried to gather evidence of fingerprints and take pictures and all that type of stuff. So I think the picture that I have that I showed you guys, that was taken by like a witness. It wasn't even an official investigation photo. Wow. Wild. And I understand that at the time they thought that Uwa was still alive, right? So they're like, maybe she could live. But at the same time, she was brutally attacked, brutally gang raped. You need to care about this. You, still you need, need to, to be looking into it. You should be getting as much information as you can because whoever did it still needs to be caught. This is 2020, for goodness sakes. This That's is what I'm 1982. saying. This is, we're here. That was just three years ago. This is giving very barbaric to me. Very old timey. Just women aren't protected, but women aren't protected really today. So, And the worst part about all of this is that it's pretty common. According to a woman named Priscilla Usiobafo, Usiobafo, I'm trying. I I practice some of these. (laughs) She works with the Braveheart Initiative in Edo State. So the initiative basically works to combat gender violence. Okay. 
It's common for Nigerian police officers to not collect evidence or even visit a crime scene when it comes to cases like this. Disgusting. Horrific. Why? Why is it common? Um, Do they not care? Are they low on resources? Why? Great question. So this is what Priscilla had to say. And this part just blew my fucking mind. Quote, suspects and victims are often taken to the crime scene together. Then it's shocking how the police behave at the scene of the crime. Situations where police collect evidence without gloves. A woman was gang raped. Police made her pick up the condom hidden under leaves at the scene. You can see a huge training gap in police officers assigned to investigating roles. End quote. It's laughable. I almost cackled. It's unbelievable, Kristen. It's not even just a lack of training. It's a lack of humanity, Kristen. The bare minimum of humanity. (laughs) What if this was your daughter? I want to say what if it's your daughter, but some of these situations and men, not even just to say men, you know, but let's be real. In a lot of different cultures, women aren't prioritized. Their safety isn't prioritized. They're basically objects for the men in their family to sell off for money or you know do whatever they essentially want with it one of our listeners shout out to my girl moolah period hey girl she sent me something this week that was on on site and it was like the brother of a 22 year old girl i think she was 18 or and he was 22 but he cut her head off in india because she was trying to marry someone they didn't approve of so he cut her head off and was walking calm as hell to the police station Mm-mm. right Honor Mm-mm. killing my fucking ass. Get somebody else to do it. I would have been. Mm-mm, I need to go to school in America. You would have never seen me again. Never seen me again. And I, it's horrible that they even have to leave their homes to be safe. I know. From their own family. And like we only see glimpses of this. Yeah, like domestic violence. We actually have names for these things. Mm-hmm. They call them honor killings. Mm-hmm. We call it domestic violence. We yeah. call it murder. Just straight up murder. Nothing cutesy about it. Nothing... honorable about it at all at all sickening they made that baby pick up the condom that the the rapist used to rape her with i can't even believe that why the fuck what even possessed you there's don't care hell is hot and crowded bitch (laughs) if it's not crowded already it's going to be they don't care and they probably don't have the resources as well both are true yeah both could be true both could be true Eventually, Uwa's story made it around the world through social media posts and activists speaking out about what happened to her, a.k.a. doing what the police should have been fucking doing the whole time. Thank God for journalists sometimes. Mm -hmm. People in the community literally started investigating on their own. There were protesters from the University of Benin that dressed in all black and went to the Benin police headquarters and demanded justice for Uwa. Period. Hashtags like justice for Uwa. We are tired and rape is a crime started trending on social media. Period. Which is insane because duh, rape is a crime. Why do I have to tell you that? (laughs) I'm about to knock all this shit over. Right. Just haul off. Literally. (laughs) Fuck this recording. I'm mad as hell. (laughs) Heartbreaking. Oh, Uwa. And even the director of Amnesty International spoke out in support of Uwa. And if you don't know what Amnesty International is, according to their website, it's a global movement of more than 10 million people in over 150 countries and territories who campaign to end abuses of human rights. I want to join. Me too. Because human a human right is, you should only have sex with me if I give you consent. That is a human fucking right. Duh. So these pedophiles that want to be added to the LGBTQIA+, y'all tripping. Meet me outside. Y'all I'll tripping. show you something. Y'all need to stay in the closet that you guys are still in. You need to go to hell and get you some therapy and some help. Because do you think, I know this is kind of off topic, but do you think pedophilia is something that you can get rid of with therapy? Like, is it something that? A thousand percent. Just like so? addicts will forever be addicts, but they can still use therapy to stay away okay. from something that tempts the triggers. them. Mm-hmm. Pedophil- pedophiles can do the same thing. Okay. I saw something on Soft White Underbelly, shout out, mm-hmm. a pedophile who wasn't a pedophile at first got a hold of some porn, mm-hmm. child porn, mm-hmm. because everything else he was watching for years wasn't doing it for him anymore. Yeah, he was he desensitized. A, he was desensitized, got a hold of the child porn, and then he began watching child porn and then that caused him to want to do it in real life so <sighs> yeah so it's disgusting and sick but at the same time you're not always born with something like that which means it can be suppressed yeah treated yeah bitch eradicated if anything we would want it to be eradicated but the, at the least it could be treated 
It's just who is safe in this world? Not even our kids. Not our kids. Protect your kids. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. Hide your motherfucking wives. So the director of Amnesty International, his name was Osai Ojigo, said about Uwa's death, it, quote, resonates because even in the spaces that women and girls should be safest from gender-based violence, the home, the schools, and now places of worship, it is getting there. The method the state has been using over the years clearly has not moved with the intensity required to deter rapists and potential rapists and to protect women and girls. That's what I was saying. Like, where is the fear? Where is the, "Mm, if I do this, I will most likely get in trouble or get caught. Like, Mm -hmm. because you walked up into a church. Yeah. Bold as hell. Probably with a little limp in your stead. Like, you knew you wasn't going to get any type of punishment for this. And then you killed her. Yeah, you took her life. you tried to. Which is fucking crazy. And to show you just how much sexual violence is an endemic issue in Nigeria, and endemic means regularly occurring, in 2014, a national survey was taken in Nigeria regarding violence against children. And the results showed that one in four women had experienced sexual violence in their childhood with about 70% of them reporting the attack more than once. And within that percentage, only 5% looked for help. My God. And only 3.5% of those people actually received it. My God. So you can blow the whistle, but it may not make a fucking difference. And which is probably why a lot of women don't blow the whistle. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even look up figures here in America because I know the figures are probably just as bad. The reporting may be higher, mm-hmm. but getting the help that they need and the protection, forget about it. Hopefully, I mean, I will just say I don't want to diminish what America does do. Because okay. when you compare it to another country, mm-hmm. we're doing much more. And that, that country wishes they mm-hmm. had the resources that we had. It's true. It's true. I don't want to, like you said make light of it however it's still a current thing like Period. i can't open my instagram without seeing a woman was shot by her man you know what i'm saying or a woman shot another woman because of her man like it's just a lot yeah women in nigeria have been fighting for the literal bare minimum from the country's criminal justice system for a long time i read that rape cases are rarely even prosecuted come on y'all what are we doing so Essentially, no protection. You don't get protection from the abuser that did it to you because they're still out on the streets and they could do it again to you. It's just sickening. And then you think, well, like maybe more women need to sign up for the force. Ah, uh, I don't know. Why would they sign up to be a part of a system that doesn't protect them? Yeah. They won't protect them in the system. And to be fair, which is something we'll see later in this episode, mm-hmm. women victimize women as well. So it's not even something, and I know we're talking a lot in this episode, like binary turns, but you guys know what I mean. Obviously there's, you can identify as whatever the fuck you want nowadays, but just in regards to this case. Yes. And in regards to pure biologics, yes. I think that's where we're coming from. Correct. Correct. And just the, the victim pool basically. Mm-hmm. And something that made me want to fucking throw up is it wasn't even until 2019 that the country created its first sex offender registry. Registry, 2019. Golly. It would include any person prosecuted for sexual violence since 2015. Which is like, what is that? In my opinion, since we know that they're rarely prosecuted, I think this directory or registry should include people that were accused of it too. Like if a woman said, hey, this person raped me, that should be included. Even if you don't have the quote unquote evidence for it, or even if you have the evidence, let's let's be real. They're not taking these men to court as much as they need to. But I feel like that should be included. And I know it can kind of get gray in certain areas because innocent until proven guilty. Right. But in these certain situations, I feel like if a woman saw her attacker, it should be taken more seriously than any fucking thing else. Yes, but then you also have people that are going to look at that and be like, wait a minute, that's not justice. Just because she said she saw somebody yeah. doesn't mean it actually happened. I know. So it's just the fact that they just now created this in 2019 mm-hmm. and they're going back as four years of 2015. How many people have skated by because this is a new process? How many rapists are out there that are bold as hell and comfortable doing what they're doing because they've been made to feel comfortable? The system is failing these women and are basically turning a blind eye or patting these men on the back like okay if you commit certain crimes okay we gotta come for you Mm -hmm. but if you don't 
You get to skate. If you hurt a woman, it's fine. But if you hurt a man, you're going to jail. Mm. It's fucking crazy. Amnesty International said, quote, rising cases of rape across Nigeria is a result of the failure of law enforcement to ensure that rapists face justice. We are deeply concerned that perpetrators of rape in Nigeria invariably escape punishment. Hashtag justice for Uwa. Hashtag rape is a crime. I just want to say rest in peace to Uwa. My God. I 100% want to say rest in peace to Uwa. She's so beautiful. And even if she wasn't beautiful, we always comment about how everyone, like the victims are beautiful. But to us, they're fucking beautiful. They so are. I'm going to say it. Like even if we're talking about their souls. Right. Like, they're beautiful. I can see her soul, I feel like, through her smile, like what she's emitting. So yeah. rest in peace, Uwa. Yes. Rest in peace to you beautiful Uwela. Uwela. Hey guys, so since I've been pregnant, my skin has been, honestly, it's been giving, but I do have some moments where it's just embarrassing and I have a breakout or a blemish that is just not gonna work for me. And I know some of you guys out there probably struggle with acne and it has a tendency to mess with your confidence, but that's why we're excited to partner with Apostrophe, the sponsor of this episode. Apostrophe is an online platform that connects you with an expert dermatology team to get customized acne treatments for your unique skin. If you suffer heavily from acne, if you have light blemishes, Apostrophe helps you access oral and topical medications that use clinically proven ingredients to help clear your skin. And all you have to do is fill out an online consultation about your skin goals and your medical history, take a few pictures of your skin, and then they send it over to a dermatology provider that will customize a treatment plan for you. And you can do all of this from the comfort of your own home or your own phone. And it's not just for your face skin. They also treat back acne, chest, and even your butt acne, okay? So (laughs) if you suffer from any of those things, I highly suggest that you check out Apostrophe. And because you listen to our show, you get your first visit for only $5 at apostrophe.com slash black true crime when you use our code black true crime. So you're saving $15 on your consultation off the bat. This code is only available to you guys. So again, to get started on your skin treatment journey, go to apostrophe.com slash black true crime, click get started, then use our code black true crime at sign up and you'll get your first visit for only $5. Alrighty, back to the episode. So feeling the heat on the back of their crusty ass ashy necks the Edo state government made a statement (laughs) promising to investigate uwa's death and to find the people responsible and hurry up i believe it when i see it Edo. now mind you all of this was going down within like the first two months of uwa's death the people weren't wasting any time holding the state police accountable and i'm here for it and it seemed to have worked because in august 2020 police found and paraded hold on six people that they said were connected to the Uwa's murder. Ooh, got six people. That's a lot of people. Not paraded them through the street. You know they like to do that. Did they stone them as well? Um, <laughs> no, I don't think so. They do look like they had their asses beat. No shade. If you're on Patreon, you're about to see it. Look at these dusty. That's the woman. Oh, yeah. Their names are 27-year-old Nelson Ogbebo. Ogbeber, oh fuck, I'm sorry y'all, 31-year-old Akato Valentine, Valentine, 24-year-old Collins Ulegbi, 31-year-old Nosa Osabohian, and 45-year-olds Tina Samuel and Mary Ade. Why do we have two women here? And if you can't tell, it's the two people on the end. The oldest looking ones in the joint. Because good Lord, everybody in this picture looks rough as a mug. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Look at these boys. I know. I wasn't even surprised to see that women were involved in this fucking horribleness that happened to her. Because like I said, women victimize women all the time. Evil doesn't care what gender you are. That's so true. The commissioner, Johnson Kokumo, got in front of cameras and said, quote, What we are seeing today is a result of the uniting efforts of the police to get at the root of the crime. End quote. Miss me. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? Because the only reason y'all did what y'all did is because Limelight was on you and you had no other choice. You were going to show up or you was going to get shut down. Like there were international officials reaching out, not just people within Nigeria. That part. So it was really like, you know, do something or 
get these hands. Do something or you're going to look like a joke to right. other countries. And other countries are going to take you for a freaking laugh. Mm-hmm. The first person police arrested in connection to Uma's murder was the guy that had bought her cell phone. So her cell phone was never recovered by police at the scene. Mm-hmm. And this was Nosa Osabohian. He was apparently a phone repair guy and said he'd bought the phone for $17,000, sorry, not dollars, Naira, which is like $20 here. Grab this thing. What? $17,000. $17, no, 17000 Naira. And he bought it from Collins Ulegbi. And who was that? I'm about to show you a picture of him. So if you're on Patreon, you see him. And trip off this, Collins would later admit to police that he was the one that hit Uwa over the head with the fire extinguisher. My God. But said that he took no parts in raping her. Ooh. That makes you so much better. You are a liar. I don't believe that for a second. Why would we believe you? Right. You were a part of it. That's all that matters. Mm Mm-hmm. Collins then snitched on Akato Valentine or Valentine and Nelson Ogbeber, Ogbegber, 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 saying that they were the other two men that were at the scene, but the two of them denied his claims. They said they were a part of it. He did it by himself. I don't know what the fuck you even talk about, to be fair. Mm. So here's another picture of everybody. They had mask on because remember this is also right when covid is taking off hello 2020 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so this is what they give him and the biggest what the fuck part for me when i was reading this was according to collins mary ade who was his landlord was the mastermind behind the whole thing who the big one <laughs> because i'm looking at her this is the second picture she has no remorse in her face like no rem- no nothing she doesn't give a damn the I'm big to- one I'm- <laughs> Kristen, <shut up. laughs> so <Let's> be clear <laughs> this is her yes not even the big one bitch no right she apparently was the mastermind behold behind the whole thing according to collins and he said she offered the men one million naira to kill uwa for ritualistic purposes and one million naira is like thirteen hundred dollars oh my god right i forgot this is a whole nother country people do rituals for real for real in nigeria for real. should they do it here they just don't be broadcast you know it. it's not such a thing right it's like taboo over here but yeah. over there it's known fact mm-hmm Hide your kids, hide your wife, protect yourself, stay prayed up. Yes, because they will be boiling some some soup with some bones. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She did it. Yeah, she did. Well, we don't know that. Right. We don't know that this for sure. That's what Exactly. This is what, this is what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Collins admitted that he knew of Uwa because they went to the same church, which is the church that she was found in. Okay, he went to church, child. Yes, with her. And that Mary offered them the money to rape and kill her, but that they should wipe her private parts, Kristen. Hold my hand. With a handkerchief, making sure to get blood on it. And then they were supposed to bring the handkerchief back to Mary. Oh, God. Sick. This is so disgusting. They defiled her. And to me, it's hard to believe that they even made this up, pulled this out of nowhere. This is giving, how could you think of something so fucked up like this? So I feel like it has some truth to it. Like assault her to the point where Mm -hmm. she is bleeding. Yeah. Make sure of it. Or or at least get blood on her private part and then wipe it. You know, it has to be her blood. But I'm not sure if it was like, Make sure it's from the sexual assault. But killer, get some blood, wipe from her private part, and then bring it to me. Kayla. Please. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. Why Uwa? Girl, I don't I don't know. Maybe Mary was I don't know. I don't know. There was allegedly another suspect who was never arrested named Lucky, and when the police went looking for him at his mother's house, she ended up assaulting the officers. And getting arrested for that. And that was Tina Samuels, the big bitch. Oh, mm-hmm. Tina. Mm-hmm. Tina. Going to jail for your criminal ass son. Sitting right there. That's why she ain't got no remorse. Because she's like, well, right. as long as it's, it's not my, my son, son, he didn't do it. Yeah. He didn't do it. She claimed she hadn't even seen her son in over five months. So what you hitting the cops for then? Like, what you, <laughs> what, if he ain't there, he ain't there. They probably pulled up on her and she was mad. She and, was fighting. You know, you know how people be. 
But despite Collins' literal confession, Kristen, as of the recording of this episode, it has been over three years since Uo was killed and there still has been no one held accountable for her rape and murder. Kayla. Yeah. Throw me out. I can't. I personally was like, what the freaking frack? You have a confession here in America. If someone confessed, you're going to jail. It doesn't even matter if it was a false confession, but you're going to jail. I got so upset that immediately something just shut off inside of me. Like, oh, you can't care about this no more because yeah. this is going to take you somewhere yep. where you are really about to lose your shit. I mean, you got to protect your emotion, your literal mental health, bitch. All this shit would be knocked over, fucked up, broke. Three years yep. later, you paraded them through the streets. Yep. And you haven't charged them with nothing? Mm-mm. That's why I feel like it was all for show. show. It was all because they was feeling some hot breath on their asses and wanted to act like they was doing something. And once people stopped looking, yep. they were like, okay, and scene. Yep. Once the you know case died down, all the attention, because I haven't even seen an article mention UWA since 2020, I think early 2022. So it's pretty... F- this is horrible. Pretty next level horrible. Can and you just, infuriating. Can you imagine just being forgotten? Like, yeah. All of this stuff, you're like, yay, something's going to happen. And then all the momentum goes out the window. Oh, yeah. How is that even possible? And then I think the worst part is so if you guys are on Patreon, you see a side by side picture of Uwa before and then Uwa after she was attacked. And like I said, she was basically unrecognizable. She had a very severe injury to her head because she had been beaten over the head and i mean this doesn't even look like the same woman no just unbelievable what they did to her unfucking believable and no one's being held accountable man i'm telling you i i I bet you there's a lot of vigilantes up in nigeria a lot of people that's just taking stuff in their own hands because what else are you supposed to do sit by and just expect the police to do something and they do and watch them do absolutely nothing right it's just horrible and for me shit if you're not mad if you weren't mad during this case before you saw that picture oh you're mad now you're pissed oh my god God, you're ready to catch a flight i am fuming yeah according to uwa's sister quote There has really been nothing. The first time my family went to the court, there was not much deliberation and the case was adjourned. Then on March 29th was another court day, but it was adjourned again because only one of the suspects was present. You can do that. How did they have a fucking option? You can have a choice not to show up to a murder trial. That is because at this point it's murder. What is the Nigerian justice system? What is it? I need someone to send me what? What is it based off of? Is it something I can find on the back of a cereal box <laughs> that children read? Is it is is it fully a joke? What are we doing with our hands, Kayla? How am I supposed to process this? There is no justice system. There can't be. I'm, or it's so out of reach for so many people that it doesn't apply to the little ones, the little people. Kristen, my mouth was agape. I was like, how was that even allowed to happen? Oh, no. Oh! Sickening. Fucking sickening. Like, if you have a heart at all, just seeing these pictures of her and and knowing what she went through, you just want to hug somebody, hug yourself, something. She got sacrificed. At the very least, got sacrificed. But she was definitely brutally attacked and her life was taken my god rest in peace uwa justice for uwa justice for uwa the fuck <laughs> i shouldn't even have to say it and speaking of uwa's sister judith omazuwa did an interview and was so upset about her sister's death she was inconsolable after 10 minutes and couldn't even finish it how could she how could she's, she she's fuming i'll take a machete myself and go and chop off all their feet and stick them <laughs> to their freaking jugulars bro like when they were paraded through the street they would have girl they would have had they would have been taking me into custody because i would have just off them i'll tell you parade through the streets bet identity one identity two i'm taking pictures <laughs> records where y'all stay mm-hmm. at i'm putting my mask on and it's on and popping for the next two years i'm making everyone suffer oh yeah it's giving 
and you're gonna have to arrest me law-abiding citizen i'm 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 planning shit for as long as i need to to make it happen it's giving purge (laughs) i know that's right the two were very close and judith said although her sister could be very withdrawn in the months prior to her death uwa started to open up to people and seemed to be happier doing it Mm. she like protected her peace in her space she was like i'm here to do a job i'm here to you know go to church i'm just trying to do what i'm the fuck supposed to do yeah, maybe she got focused. Maybe she got serious. Maybe she was going through something and, you know, didn't know how to express her. It don't even matter. It don't even matter. At this point, she did not deserve to die. She felt comfortable and safe in that church to go and study, something that she's been doing for a long time. Yeah, all by herself. That's the thing. Like, she was completely alone. So how the fuck did they know that she would be there all day? Oh, because they seen her be there before. They yeah. knew that she would be there. Somebody was watching her. Somebody had a conversation with her. Yeah. These are people she knew. Yeah. The two, which is Judith and her and Uwa, slept in the same bed and Judith said they would talk about her new experiences. So because she was opening up to people and allowing, you know, herself to be more friendly, she was having good experiences and wanted to talk about it with her best friend, her sister. <sighs> Kristen, I don't know how her sister's doing it. I don't know. I would be no take, fucking good. Just take me out. Mm-hmm. You know, my two life. holes in the ground. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. Matter of fact, six because I'm taking it. Yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> Absolutely. Even Tina Samuels, bitch, because you're covering for Lucky O. So you're going to get this. And the way you looking over there is making me mad. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking you out too. Like your big ass. It would be that type of energy. Yep. In the interview, she said the last time she spoke to her sister, she was teasing her about always wearing her clothes, and they laughed about it. Adorable. Mm. She said the day of her attack, the security guard found Uwa half naked with her glasses and books in disarray near the door. So it seems like she was attacked while trying to either leave or she was immediately attacked when she came in. Which is so strange, in my opinion, because you apparently had to have a key to unlock the auditorium and get in. So if there was a key keeper wouldn't that person know who was in there with her who was at least in there before her right or did he give Uwa the key Mm -hmm. and Uwa didn't lock up behind her because I also thought I was like well maybe Uwa saw her murderer and let her murderer in because she was comfortable with that person my god can you imagine no I can't no I cannot and for anybody that's about to come for us for calling Tina Samuels big She's big. I don't care. no shade to no big people because we have big people in my life. Hell, sometimes I think I'm big. So <laughs> so don't come I us, am okay? big right now. We're if you're pissed. on Patreon, you see it. The fuck? <laughs> we're pissed. Freezing hard as hell. Mm-hmm. But it, <laughs> we're going to come for you. If we don't like you, bitch, all, all bets are off. We're talking about you. So, yeah. The reporter asked her, the sister, what happened when they reported Uwa's murder to the police. And she said, quote, When we reported to the police, they said we didn't mobilize them. And for that reason, they would not leave the station. That was why we posted pictures of her after the attack. The policeman later came after the photos went viral. So mobilize means give them money. Uh, Yeah. So you want me to pay you to do your job? Yes. Yes. Corruption. Can you imagine? No, Kristen. Stop asking me to because I'm ready to throw this expensive ass ring. Oh my god. And set it off. Okay. Sickening. This is the world that some people live in. Yeah. And it's so scary and I want to protect them with everything that I have. At all costs. And then she was asked, looking at the way Ua was killed, what do you think could have led to that kind of attack? And her sister said, I suspect that it was somebody that knew her and the family. It must be somebody close for her to have been blindfolded. So I remember that fact. I was like, dang, they did blindfold her. And if they felt like she wasn't going to be able to point them out because she didn't know them, why would they need to? So had to have been someone she'd seen before. Facts. I mean, we know Clifton, Clifton, whatever his name was, went to her church. Collins. Collins Mm -hmm. went to her church. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But she said someone in the family. I know. That is It'd be dark. your own family. Yeah, that's fucking dark. When asked if she thought it could be more than one person, she said, my sister was beaten and dragged. If it was just one person, I don't think it would have happened. Period. Right. Because so, one person would probably like try to get in and get out type of thing. Yep. And that answers my question of the killers did drag her. Yes. She was dragged. Good Lord. So let's go back to the picture, which I, I really don't. I'm not trying to re-traumatize anybody, but 
we need to for the it. facts of the case. It seems like she was probably attacked near the door first, dragged over to where the pool of blood is. And beaten. And beaten. And raped. Yeah. Good Lord. And like that's where she received the most of her injuries and stuff. That's hard. Yeah. And lastly, she was asked if she thought her sister would have survived if she gotten medical attention earlier. To which she replied, quote, even if she survived, she would never have been normal again because the beating was too much. Before she died, the hospital told us she sustained a brain injury. So. So period. Like, let's stick to the situation at hand. Stop trying to talk about medical research. Okay, yeah, we understand that's a disparity, but don't tie that into what's going on here is what she's saying. We need to focus on the fact that my sister is dead Mm -hmm. and nothing has been done about it. Right. And nothing's going to bring her back. You know, like, I'm sure the reporter wasn't trying to do any harm, but it's just like, damn, she didn't survive. No. So why am I talking about if she did? Right. <laughs> you know, it's just. What are, we, what are we doing? Right, right. And her sister seemed like she's on point, bro. Like, mm-hmm. she knew the, the dragging. Like, yeah. she paid a mother freaking attention. Yeah. And you can tell that she had put a lot of thought into this. Her family, her mom, they've been talking about this. And her dad was in her life, too. Her dad was actually called. By one of her uncles. One of her uncles let her let the dad know what happened. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see any information about them speaking out, talking to anyone, stuff like that. So it's just sad. Very sad. Super sad. When Uwa's mom, Miss Joy Omazua, was asked about her daughter, she said, quote, she is my second child, the most gentle of all my children and was always interested in her book, like studying. Mm-hmm. What happened to my daughter is so painful. I never knew this was how she will die. When the schools were shut as a result of COVID-19 pandemic, she had been going there to study because she said she didn't want to have any carryover in her examination. So basically, she didn't want to miss out on anything. Yeah. Because she was so smart and studious and beautiful. By 5 p.m., I tried to call her, but her line was not going through. There was a boy who was also a member of the church staying near the church, whom she said sometimes came around, and she had told me that I should not panic if I didn't see her on time. But unfortunately, I didn't have the boy's number, so I was becoming worried. I saw of a member of our church who came to visit me, and by the time I returned, I missed three calls from Miss Osula, who was also a member of the church and stayed close to the church. Mm -hmm. She asked to come to the church quickly, and when I got there, I was told that Uwa had been rushed to the hospital. So the mother did make it to the church, but Uwa wasn't there. She didn't get to see her daughter, but she probably saw the crime scene, which is just even more fucking scary. Ooh, I would have been so pissed. Right. Don't tell me to come to this motherfucking church. Where is my daughter? <laughs> tell me where she is. Exactly. Quote, they said they met her with her eyes blindfolded, her mouth tied and her hands tied behind her like a criminal. She was untied. And when they noticed that she moved her hand, they quickly took her to Enoma hospital. When I saw my daughter, there was blood all over her body. The white top she wore had turned red with her blood. I looked at her ear. There was blood coming out of it as well as her nose while she had a swollen eye. A mother should never see her child in any condition like that. My heart is so heavy. I can't. Oh, my word. This is a hard, hard, hard one, Kayla. This is really bad. It's just too visual for me. It's too, I can relate. I can't relate, obviously, but... I'm feeling this. Yeah, I'm feeling this a lot. And like I said earlier, there still has been no one held accountable for what happened to Uwa. If I were the police, I'd find the nearest bridge and fucking jump because I'm so useless. I don't even deserve to breathe air. But seriously, like to be this useless and careless when it comes to a young woman that lost her life is just so brutally deserves capital punishment. Like who was that boy that Joy was referring to? That's what I'm saying. Who was, was it he? Collins? That's what I'm thinking. It had to be Collins, right? Because he did admit to going to church with her. Right. And I feel like they had to have... Bought her her phone, whatever. Like Someone had to have been able to get her guard down. Someone she was comfortable with and had spent some time with. This is... And this could have happened to anybody. Like, think about it, Chris. And think about how many people you see at work. And you're like, oh, cool. I know this person. And then, boom, they're violent and trying to attack you. I also looked up this church, and it's still active today. And it's not a small building. Mm, that's a big-ass church. Yeah, big-ass church. This is the front of it. My God. Right. So I'm like, you know, I can see that 
they may not have known everything that was going on, right. but the auditorium had a key to it. So how was this missed? I don't know. Unless they left it unlocked while she was in there. Yeah. I mean, shit. That's the only thing that I can really think of. Just horrible. And if you guys are on page, I'm going to post some of the pictures of the church um, on social media. I don't want to get too crazy because, you know, since it's still around, they could try to fucking come for us, try to sue us or some shit. I don't got time. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just hard to believe that no one saw anything. And then I do want to share that there were some really disgusting things that people had to say on social media, as they do, because people are trash. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said, forget the facts, say she is crying in the process, but to be sincere, she was enjoying it more than you think. Why did she decide to go to church to read? What happened to the classes or the lodge she lives in? She's the cause of it. Are you stupid? Kristen. All of these people are just the most ignorant people in the entire world. Mm -hmm. This is why I hate social media. It's Mm -hmm. because ignorant people have a voice. Yes. And they have fucking confidence that they should, they would never have in real fucking life. Someone said, simple truth is no school is open. Which exam is she reading for to extent of going to church to read? She deaf, she, she day, Lord child. She they find chemical formula to cure coronavirus. Oh, so oh, they're so trying to be fucking funny. funny. Oh, so, so you think you're funny. funny? She go doing do one rugged runs. <laughs> she go done do one rug runs <laughs> way chop her life. But she only go, God knows what didn't happen. Kayla, please. I don't know, bitch. First That's what it says. <laughs> I'm so upset. I don't even feel right laughing right now. I know. How dare you? Another question is, which books she go read inside the church? Has Uni been resumed? Which exams she won't write inside this COVID-19? Who cares? Who gives real people Kristen, talking crap? Look at that motherfucker. His name's Richard Adesanibo Chigbo. Fuck you, Richard. Oh, my God. So we're completely over the fact that she was raped and she was murdered. And y'all Sick. are talking about and they're talking was, about what, what she was she studying for. What was she doing was in the she church? St- she's in she, a church. What What does it matter? She caused this. She was at church. And then someone said, my advice for girls is that if one person decides to rape you, give him sex. Don't allow him force and wound you. If there are more than one, pardon with them so they can wait one after one. If they disagree, promise them changing of styles. Thank you. Like this I'm is, but this is, stomach. but this is the stuff we want to, I want to talk about. I wanted to bring awareness to because people really fucking think this way. And people that you think are totally normal. Like you, when you see that AV for that Richard guy, you're like, oh, okay. He could be, you know, if I saw him on Tinder, I would swipe type of thing. Not right. for me. I'm a married woman basically but you know what i'm saying like he's not an unattractive person but look at the fucking thoughts that he has look at his thought process y'all unbelievable that the people you are around unbelievable because this is sick yeah crazy and part of me feels like the people at the church may know more than they were letting on it's given when that. it came to this case it's given that these are your damn church members mm-hmm. where you should have held a trial yeah and the pastor saying that generic ass little thing speech that he said, yeah, I'm not buying it. You got people committing killings for rituals in your church. In your church. You know we don't go down like that. Us Christians don't rock like that. And right. you've done nothing. I'm mad. Yep. This is sick. Yep. And that's our case for this week. We have no closure. We just have frothing at the mouth, anger, rabies, rage. Woo, this was a bad one, y'all. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you think. The comments are about to be lit. I have a feeling. I have a feeling people are going to be cussing and fussing just like we were throughout this whole thing. <laughs> so rest in peace to Uwa. We really, really pray that her family is finding some way to get through the pain of this every single day. Because good Lord. And... Yeah, so sorry that this fucking happened. Don't let hate grow in your heart, y'all. I'm really saying that because I'm going to tell myself. Yeah, she's talking to herself. So that means I'm telling somebody (laughs) else, too. Yeah. This is really hard to digest, but at some point, the good people, we must prevail. Yeah, and we have to, you know, not be afraid to speak about it. That's why I was like, I'm recovering this case regardless. People need to know. Yep. So... Thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know what you guys thought about this episode this week. Sorry it's a little late, but you know how we get down. We're here and hey, that's y'all. it. That's all. 
yeah. And if you guys enjoy the show, please write us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even Facebook. It really, really helps us get the word out about the show even more and drown out like the hating ass bitches that be trying to say they don't like the show and then really just go over there and talk shit but still be listening to the show. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about you, chimpanzee, Chalita. Ho. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> okay. And before we go, <laughs> be safe. Protect, protect your peace and, and protect, protect your space. space. So, so we, we don't, don't have, have to cover, cover your case, case friend. friend. Love you. Bye. Bye.